Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining today's Inspire podcast. I'm joined by another inspirational partner. I can't wait to share his story about joining the Integrity family and really about how he really came up through the insurance business. I'm super excited to announce his senior health and life benefits has joined the Integrity family. And I'm joined here by Mr. Lawrence Bradley Sr., the CEO of Senior Health and Life Benefits. And they're based out of Savannah, Georgia, and serve people all over the Southeast and frankly, all over the country, but also have a high concentration of agents in California as well as understand it. So Mm -hmm. you and your team have just done such an incredible job of serving people in the Medicare market. And I'm so excited to now come alongside of you, help you have more access to resources, products, support, technology, to help you even serve more people. So Mr. Bradley, thank you so much for joining my my friend. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. To have you. Now, you're based out of Savannah. We are just talking about this. One place I really want to go is Savannah, Georgia. I've mm-hmm. never been there. Did you grow up there? Yes, sir. Savannah is my home. It's, you know, I love the pictures. I mean, just the history of just you know, everything that's in the South, but certainly around Savannah. And then the, the moss. I think some people call it the old man's beard, or I don't know what it's called, but mm-hmm. that moss that hangs from the tree. Is that just, how? Do, where does that come from? It just has happened over the through the years, it's just it's part of the history of the, of the city. Man, it's so yeah. beautiful. It, you know, it goes like colonial settled, and it just has become a part of the history of the city. And a lot of people, when they see it, they're like, okay, wow, you know. That is awesome. Yeah. Now, your whole family from there originally? You've yes, You've just sir. been around Savannah your whole life? Huh? Been around Savannah my whole life. Born and raised, my mom, my dad's from Savannah. My mom, not too far from there and everything. And we just been right there, really. That is Don't awesome. Don't seem like it's been that way, but it's. Man, that that is that's on the bucket list of ours. My okay. wife wants to go to Charleston, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. Those are yeah. two places. I've been to Charleston, but I've never been to Savannah. So we're gonna have to work that in one of these days. Now, you know, one thing about integrity is we love to work hard and play hard. We do a lot of cool things. And I see that you do that incredibly well with your group. In fact, I saw a video of you hosting an awards event yes. for an agency group. And, man, it was incredible. It looked amazing. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. What we do on a yearly basis, we like to give say thank you to our agents team. We do an awards gala, recognizing the production results for AEP through OEP. We do a little twist in that this year because instead of doing two individual ones, we just made one grand award for AEP, OEP 2023. My wife, Pat, she handles the arrangements for that and all. And she usually comes up with a nice theme. Yeah. And this year, you know, it was, of course, out of Africa theme. And it turned out to be a really nice event. Yeah, it is amazing. Tell us a little about, I mean, you guys dressed up. I mean, tell us a little bit about what all y'all did there for yeah. Out of Africa. It was African-American, <laughs> African attire. We had a couple of groups. We had a, a dance, an African dance team that came in. <laughs> and we had a drum team that came in. And it, it, she was very interactive. Of course, and getting everybody together, you know, in the circle and in the drum circle. It was very educational with the African dance team because they did do a lot of storytelling oh, about wow. the past. Uh, 
they talked about the Juneteenth, and then they proceeded to go along with, with their various, you know, dances and songs. So that was very inspirational for me because some things that I didn't really know, but I found out, you know, through them telling their story. Man, that sounds amazing. Now, you know, talking about drums and, and music, I know you have a musical background. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I've been playing the trombone since I was elementary school. I started out in school band, then I went to through high school. Of course, did played in in college as well as I do play at my church. You know, we have a church gospel band yeah. that played that. You know, of course, us old schoolers, we don't really get to play as much as we used to. But when we do get a chance to play, you know, the joy is still there. Yeah. So I remember middle school. You got to go through. You finally got to get in the band, right? And so you got to test all the instruments. And I remember very clearly our band director. Like mm-hmm. I went through some things, and he goes, "Man, you have absolutely no musical talent. You're going to be on the drums." So I got a snare drum. I don't think I was very good at that either. But my best friend Bubba, I talk about Bubba a lot. My best friend Bubba got the trombone, and man, I was so jealous. Whenever you got the trombone, you you got the, all that, and then he would sit behind me sometimes, play the trombone, and then I never knew about this thing called the spit valve, where you open up the oh, spit yeah, valve, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and he would he would just pick on me like, yeah, he would I was break. like oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Man, yeah. So every time I think about a trombone, I think about Bubba and the spit valve, yeah. man. So now you played all over. I mean, you played in I understand in New Orleans, you've played yes. all over. You play in a jazz band now. No, it's a gospel band in gospel that church, band. Yeah. right? But, yeah. but, but we've been invited to play at various yeah. venues. We've done the at the New Orleans Festival. We've done the Big Apple Festival in New York. We even had a chance to play at one of the stages at doing the Olympics when the Olympics was in, in Atlanta, in Atlanta. Georgia. Wow, yeah. man! So it was a blessing to be able to do it. You know, of course, to be able to share our music. You know, from a gospel side, yeah. being able to share our music with the world. Man, now you're really involved in your church. Now tell us a little bit about that. As a deacon, I do have a lot of responsibilities, and it's part of, I guess, it's kind of go hand in hand with helping out, helping to serve, working with outreach in the communities. Me and my wife, of course, we try to, as much as possible, we have an auxiliary in our church that we work with, and we do a lot of outreach activities, you know, as far as helping to feed the hungry, um, canned good bagging, um, having opportunities. Anywhere we see we can have an opportunity to make an impact. On that side, we, of course, strive as much as possible to do it. And we do a thing with trailer, food trailer that we have yeah. that we call Fish and Philly Weekend. Sometimes it's on the first Saturday, sometimes it might be the third Saturday, depending on the schedule. And But that way, we, that's a fundraiser that we do that, that goes to the church. Man, I love, I love that. I love giving back. We do a lot at Integrity to Give Back. We have the Integrity Foundation. We've got a lot of things that we talk about. Integrity gives back. Yeah. And I, I just don't think that you can ever... I'll give God in a lot of ways. I think oh, man, yeah. the, just the way that you, the more you, you give and kind of live abundantly, I, I feel the more you're blessed with in so many ways. I'm not trying to have a prosperity gospel type of, of discussion. It's really about how do you live open-handedly? And I, what I mean by that is not just grabbing onto stuff like it's mine. It's like, hey, this is, I'm here to give and receive in, in so many ways. Now, being a deacon in your church, do you ever have to sing? Do you ever get to sing? Yeah, I'm called upon. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, called upon. Yeah. Like by yourself, just oh. Some, by, sometimes by myself, sometimes some of the other deacons. We have to, you know, yeah. if I lead in the, the praise services. Do you like to sing? Not really. So when I started, when we started the podcast, I would I'd start this deal about breaking the ice because mm. people are nervous, they're getting on, and I would say, "Hey, do you want to sing a song?" And and some people would freeze up, 
few people would go, yeah, I can sing a song. If you were to sing a song, what would you sing? If I were to sing a song? What do you love to sing? Are you a baritone? What are you? I guess I would fall under the baritone category. Um, If I had to just sing a song, I could say, I feel like going on. I feel like going on. Though trials come on every hand, I feel like going on. Man, that was awesome. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I love that. Now, your your passion for service and your community and certainly your involvement in your church, how has that impacted your experience in the insurance industry? How did you get into insurance, and then how's that really impacted you throughout that? I started in insurance over 30 years ago. Actually, I was brought into it by a guy that was actually at a friend of my mom's house that I was, because I was going by to sell her, tell her about those energy efficient windows. And she, Were you selling windows? I was supposed time? to have been selling windows. Yeah. I had just started, you know, they tell you about <laughs> right down the list of all the yeah. names of people, your family, friends. And so her sales manager for the company, it was a debit insurance company. And he happened to be there at her home that, and he was asking her, did you know of anyone that you might be interested in? And she said, when I want to know, she said, that's the one you need to talk to right there. And I went and interviewed and that's how my career got started. I was 23 years old. I did the debit thing. Then I started to want to pursue the independent side, and then I, I had the concept, well, I can do this, and I just started doing it to try to make it work for myself. But I, one thing that helped me in my success was I never wavered from that work ethic of having a job, knowing that you had to do these things. I always kept that same mentality when I was doing it. Of course, with a young man, with a young family, and a wife looking at you saying, you're going to business for yourself, you know, that was additional motivation for, for, for me too, because I wanted to make it work. I was determined to make it work, but I knew I had to put the work in. Yeah. And so evolved until the year 2005 when this guy that was trying to talk to my mom and my aunt and I'm about the Medicare business, and of course they wasn't doing anything without talking to me. And so I went and he said, hey man, you know, you think you might miss you take a look at the, this side of business, you know, because my name was pretty synonymous in the community because yeah. we're doing life insurance. So he knew the name, but they had never met met me until that time at, at my mom's house. And that's how I started the Medicare business of 05. And then I saw that, that the need was there, the education was there, needed to be there. And with me becoming a broker, I said, well, I need to make sure I represent various carriers because you never know what situation was going to run yeah, in. Yeah. And so I didn't want to be able to, look, I'm just trying to make you do this here because this is the only thing I got in my portfolio. And so, and before I knew it, it just has evolved for 18 years. And it kind of, and Medicare space really just went here and life insurance and went there. And I'm like, but it just, even me and some of my agents, like the, Young lady that was the Mr. Sam on the five event, she's been with me for 15 years, and you would never believe it's been that long, but it's yeah. 15, but time went by. And so it's been, a, but it became a passion of wanting to educate and inform. And I practice that, and I talk that all the time with the agency force that you've got to educate and inform these Medicare beneficiaries, because when you're dealing with these seniors, it's just like dealing with your own mother, your own yeah. father. Your own sister, yeah. you know, and if you if you take it from that approach, and you want to educate and inform them of the options, and then be committed to serve 
versus sell. That's my big mantra is being committed to serve first. And, 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 and like I tell them, you're not really selling nothing. Yeah. Because in most cases, it's not a premium that's involved. Yeah. So you've got to educate. You've yeah. got to inform the people of the options. Man, that's one of the reasons I know we're so aligned. And one of the things I love about this business is that if you serve enough people, the sales take care of themselves. They, they right? take care of themselves. And it, it, it's, it's truly, you know, my parents are customers of integrity. Mm-hmm. My in-laws are customers yes. of integrity. We literally have the opportunity to serve our family members, our communities, the country in so many different ways. And if you get out there, I, well, I'm a big Zig Ziglar fan, and, and you know, we're building this amazing leadership academy with Tom Ziglar, his son. But you know, one of the things I love that Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they need, then you can have everything you want, right? That is and so it's, true. it's so true. Yes. And he also said, if you have if you truly believe in the products you sell, then you have a moral obligation to sell mm-hmm. them. And I don't know if there's a more important product. Now, look, you got to have windows. You're talking about windows. I don't know if you have to have energy efficient windows. Now, I'm not, you know, don't don't write me saying we need more efficiency. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. But look, people don't need that. They may want those, but they don't need that, right? Mm-hmm. But they need health insurance. Because when something happens, and it will happen, they're going to need that coverage that we provide. And when we can go out and educate them to make sure that they're in the best place and, and give them the right service and the right product and the right support at the right time, something I'm so passionate about, and I know you are as well. And that's where we're so excited to now be able to come alongside of you and be able to help serve you even more and help you have more resources, products, support, and technology to help you go out and yes. serve more people. What drew you to integrity? Same that you just stated, the, the technology aspect of it. I had a chance to see the partnership and how it works. Yeah. I'm excited about it because it gives me a chance to engage in the other areas of the market, in the life side, in the wealth side, but knowing that I got backup. Yeah. Somebody I can call on to help in those areas. See, I know where my space is. I know I know life insurance, and I know it very well, but I know my space is where I've been doing is Medicare, but yeah. I, I don't have a problem with, okay, boom, I got a partner here. I can call, hey, man, you know, come on, let's help yeah. me build this life side. I see my agency growth taking another leap yeah. by being able, being able to help, especially agents that Medicare might not be their thing. Now we got everything else in place. So yeah. there's no reason for you to fail because this is the window uh, as, as you stated at the meeting when I was here before, the three legs of the stool yeah. are now fully in place. We have it, but we hadn't really been advertising the other yeah. legs of the stool. But now I'm ready yeah. to go full blast. Everything's here. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we're super excited. Yes, to be I'm super excited to be here. And uh, man, we couldn't, we can't wait to see what we can do to help serve more communities. And we're super excited to have you as the newest partner. I appreciate you joining us today. Yes, sir. Thank you for okay. singing. Man, I, we didn't plan that. You just, yeah. you know, when you feel it and you, it moves you, man, that was awesome, man. And so Thank we've you. seen that with a few partners that just get into it. And I love that because it's one of the things here at Integrity, man. We like to work hard. We like to play hard. We like to celebrate successes. And we like to partner with amazing people who have the same passion that we do, just like you have. Yes, sir. And can't wait to see what we can accomplish yes, together. So I hope everybody's as excited as I am for this newest partner Joining the Integrity family, we've got so many incredible things that we're doing here at Integrity. 
And when I say we're just getting started, I truly believe we're just getting started because we've got this opportunity to holistically serve people with their life, health, and wealth needs and be able to serve them even better with great partners like you today. So thanks again for joining us, man. Excited to have you as a partner. God bless you all and have a great week. Take care.